Hi rats, what's up? It's Vicky and welcome back to episode five. I think I should have probably checked. I think it's episode five of the podcast and as promised, I'm going to put one of these blessed episodes up each week. Now, I told myself that I this week would film, you know, not in a moving vehicle, but sorry, it, it didn't happen. I just feel like I don't have any free mental energy until I get in the car. It's, I mean, I just feel like I'm occupied every other minute of the day. So, sorry, you get to hear um, my car jingling around today, and it's going to start to pour in about five minutes, so hopefully... Uh, my my wipers aren't too much of a distraction. And I just got a large ice latte. So now you can hear that. Slurp, slurp, slurp. Um, I'm going to Boston and I'm already running late as shit. So sorry. Apologies to Ammon and Sid because I just, I'm a menace and I'm running late. It is what it is. So I figured I would start off with like a nice lighthearted story for you guys. As you know, I am switching my journey from a rower to a runner. Now... My body usually likes to pull this shit where, like, once a year I get injured. Last year I had, like, a ton of stress fractures. This year I seem to be having, like, a hip thing. I went to PT against my will. I think my coach from home also, like, might have ghosted me because he prescribed me to go to PT. And then when they told him the prognosis, he just says, stop responding to my emails. So that's a whole other thing to unpack. But... Now I'm going to PT and it's actually helpful. I've never gone to PT like religiously structured ever. It's just like not for me. Emily knows that she's like the the queen of appointments and I just hate them. I hate going to the doctor. I never ever make appointments. It's like pulling teeth for me. But I figured I would go to PT at least once a week. They prescribed twice, but I said, fuck no, I don't have time for that. Once is fine. And even then I like make up excuses constantly about how to change the appointment if it doesn't fit perfectly into my schedule uh, with the receptionist. She loves me, Sarah. Anyway, I go to PT last week, it was now, and I, of course, was running late. Like, I'm always between five and ten minutes late. Not intentional. I just, like, I cannot pull my head out of my ass. It's ridiculous. So I just went on a run. I was super sweaty. I went home quick quick to shower but you know like after the shower you're like dripping sweat still it's like disgusting that was me so I was going to PT like a sweaty rat but I had literally just showered but I just like couldn't cool myself down whatever my PT's name is Emily she's a sweetheart I get in there thinking it's just gonna be Emily not a problem no no I have the male PT that ran at an Ivy League school so tall handsome I have fucking him mind you you have to wear a mask at this place and if anyone has been sweating and then puts on a mask like it just exacerbates it by 500 I was dripping sweat like like my eyebrows were dripping sweat it was disgusting and he was looking at me it was my first time meeting him and I kept having to like wipe my forehead with my arm it was horrifying so for over an hour this very nice man was giving me all these exercises, was like massaging my hip and my ass. It was horrible. And I'm sitting there so mortified, dripping sweat. Like, I'm so embarrassed. He just kept asking, like, is this fun? Like, is this hand placement fine? Obviously to avoid like, you know, lawsuits. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, 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 but I can't speak to guys. So like, he must have thought I was some fucking freak. 
things I like couldn't mouth to him that like this is okay but I just I was like "Eh, yeah as I'm like literally dripping sweat it was horrifying so yeah that was like my low light of the week and then today of course of course I showered this morning I like even put a cute outfit on I blew up my hair I went after my run no I went before my run and I went to the PT looking all spiffy And I had Emily again. Love her, but yeah, I did not have the one I wanted to have, which is fine. Honestly, it's better. I have a crush on most professionals anyway, and I I really can't get involved with my physical therapist. I feel like that's just totally a textbook no-no. Maybe not, but still. Okay, so that was like my low light of the week. And then with that, I've been a little bit down in the dumps, a little bummed recently and that's just because I haven't been running like I want to be everything hurts I have like a little bit of micro tearage is that even a word in my hips and then I have stress fractures again in my uh I forget what bone it is in my right leg but similar to last summer it's really really painful I've had to drop my mileage a good amount and it's just like it's such a bummer because I got off running the marathon on like a pretty good foot like I I physically felt really good mentally felt good I knew that going to the 5k was gonna be like a tough transition but I was pretty much like up for the challenge thinking like I was gonna have no problem doing it since I trained pretty much pain-free high mileage wise all spring yeah no my body basically went back to like square one of running I I'm at like 23 miles a week, which if you're a runner, that's not a ton. It's like two, five, six, and a seven. And it's just like, it's again, it's, it's just, it's such a drag. Everything hurts. I have to stop in the middle every run. It's, it's just a pain. Granted, like running in the heat is definitely a factor towards the discomfort in the summer, but I like running in the heat, so it shouldn't be that much of an excuse for me. But I've been thinking a lot about if I don't get to run cross country and if I don't hit the time trial to be able to be on the team and like just my competitive nature or really lack lack thereof and how that's affected kind of everything going in towards the 5k and I've kind of boiled it down to performance and how it really is just unfortunately a factor of perceived exertion and a lot of times I only remember like the really really highs and the really really lows of my athletic career like I only remember doing well and then doing really fucking shitty and unfortunately you don't remember the days like leading up to those bad races or good races you just you don't remember and for example like I'm sure there were days training for the marathon that sucked and that like the 20 miler sucked. But as I just said, like I felt really good after the marathon and I'm sure there were days that I was like, fuck no, this, I cannot do this. But I don't remember those days because in my mind I was putting in most of my effort, but not everything I had. Like I was still rowing, working, going to school full time and then basically training for this marathon with like, 90% of I'm sure what I could do. What sucks now is that I feel like I'm underperforming so much because I'm putting in 
a hundred percent of my effort and that sucks and like in reality I think I'm running the same splits and the same speed as I was during the spring if not faster than I was in the spring but physically and mentally I just feel worse because I'm beating myself up that I all I have to do all summer is literally just work and train work and train work and train and like that just I mean it's a lot of pressure to put on yourself when you're like all I have is time you know and you're still not performing at your peak and I think that's been like very challenging mentally for me to kind of grasp these past few weeks is you know why why are why am I not faster like why can I not just go out and do a podcast right now and PR or like why does this hurt so badly I don't know I do not know and I almost wonder like if I was still balancing school with working with you know rowing would my runs seem easier because I was like just impressing myself that I was able to get out of the door and and you know go for a run that day I don't know and I'm thinking it's something I should probably address with a sports psychologist also something though I hate appointments as we've touched upon so honestly getting into like a routinely regimented schedule of even just regular psychotherapy never mind athletic psychotherapy like that's just that's just a bitch it's just it sucks and I'm so bad at it um and I feel like I'm I'm not good about it unless I need to be and I know that like right now for example PT wise my body is hating me I don't feel great I think I'm at like 70% of what I could be at you know training wise and also just like push pace wise and that's not great and I feel like I'm, I'm going to PT because I need to be better than how I am now and I don't want to let my mental stand stamina kind of get to that point too of like shit I'm down in the dumps like I've got to I've got to pull it together because everyone always says like you need to go to therapy before like you you need to go to therapy which I 100% agree with unfortunately I'm that person that waits until I'm like in hell's basement rock bottoms floor to even start evaluating my life and consider going back to therapy granted I think I have it under control up until I don't but I'm sure there's people listening that feel the same way I just I'm someone that always thinks oh it'll get better like oh I can I can handle this on my own but the reality is like I just I usually can't so I'm thinking I should probably see someone before I go abroad um everyone's been asking me like when I'm going to do a time trial for the team and I don't know like honestly I have not put it in my head of a a set in stone date because I don't feel ready and not even that like I my body's just not recovered and it's not fully healed at all like I'm nowhere near my tip-top shape to do this 5k there's a difference between like procrastinating it just because I don't want to feel pain and also just like I'm in pain so I don't want to do it that's been tough and I'm hoping that like everyone that's an athlete can kind of understand or like relate to this I think also part of the reason why I had a really good marathon experience is because I didn't put any pressure on myself obviously I wasn't a collegiate runner then I'm still not and I kind of went out with the mentality of like fuck it I'm just gonna go do it because I can and I'm healthy enough and I'm strong enough to to go do this and I think it's impressive to just finish it and now that I've put in my head of like I need to run competitively I'm just so much less 
into the idea of it. Um, and it's just, it's tough. And I'm starting to think like, what if I don't run competitively? You know, what does that look like? And I think if I asked myself that a year ago, I probably, or two years ago, rather, I, I would have been like, absolutely not. Like I never would have entertained the idea of it. But with COVID, I really have begun to evaluate the value of sports and like what it means if I'm not able to compete. Like, does it really matter? Personally, you guys know like I want to go to law school, so I feel like I didn't do enough the first two years, you know, to not be an athlete, but that's not really giving myself any credit because I was an athlete the first two years of college. Now, you know, the last two, I have a chance I guess to be an athlete again in a different sport and to kind of reinvent myself or reinvent myself in a way that isn't through athletics. So it's, it's a, it's a, it's a difficult and a delicate balance. I think personally, just to kind of figure out what I want to do. Um, and I haven't made a decision yet. I think I'm honestly, you know, very transparently, I want to make the team. I really feel like I have a lot of running stamina to go and to give but I I can't give more than what I take and I'm taking a lot right now out of myself both mentally and physically and I don't know if I can sustain that kind of stamina through a time trial through training in Italy and then ultimately through like a, a full season when I come back um, so it's, it's an interesting time for me right now I talked a little bit about my shelf life this week to like my parents and my friends and they were laughing at me like that's not a thing. I'm like, yeah, it kind of is because I think I'm that person that gets tired of things quickly. Um, I have a very obsessive all in personality and unfortunately that's just like a blessing and a curse and I am like so uber focused, so ready to like take on whatever for two years and then after two years I'm like, yeah know and either like I continue to love it or I just I'm ready to ready to be done and I'm I don't want that to happen with running so part of me is like don't run competitively and you won't get sick of it because I've never been sick of running um and that's literally because I haven't been forced to do it whereas most other things like rowing I've just gotten sick of it dance too you know, good examples of just me wanting something else because that was my only obligation and responsibility. And I, I just feel like, I don't know if shelf life is really like the right word. I'm sure there's like a psychological phenomenon for, you know, what people call that of just like getting attached to things and then detaching in a relatively short time period after. But, um, I'm just trying to figure out like what that means for me and like if that's something that I can get over or not because obviously I don't want to spend my whole life being that person that's like totally go go into something for two years and then it's like yeah no like those people are just unstable like you know exactly what I'm talking about like can't be in the same house for longer than two years can't be in the same relationship for longer than two years like I don't want to be that person so I'm just trying to figure out if this is something I can like work through because I'm like being just like a little pussy and I just need to get over myself and suck it up buttercup which in that case like maybe I should just row longer I don't I don't know it's tough I I feel kind of lost but 
in a way that isn't scary to me because I don't need to make a decision immediately because I am going abroad. So I think that kind of is putting my mind at ease just a bit. Um, but eventually I'm going to have to obviously make a decision. And that's scary. Uh, yeah. <sighs> okay. So that was a long tangent about running and just my own mental crazy baby. But I figured I would just end the episode on a fun little anecdote for you all. So last week I was working at Lulu, obviously, and I met this really, really lovely woman. Her name was Rachel. She came in, she was buying like a bunch of leggings, a bunch of tops. And I was, I usually asked like, you know, are you you going somewhere? Cause she was like, I'm going on a trip. I need new clothes. I'm like, perfect. So we get chatting and she tells me that she works with an agency that essentially hotels outsource to, to hire instructors to like go to beaches, resorts around the world and teach classes for like a week or two. It sounded so cool. And basically all you have to do is be certified in any workout ever. And then through that agency, they contact you with any like hotel or, you know, resort that needs instructors, uh, for a week. And then you pay a flat fee. I think it's like $500 to the agency, obviously for doing this. And it's all expenses paid week long trips to resorts. Now you do have to pay for airfare in most cases, uh, she was saying, but she said like, depending on how late, um, you kind of sign up for like a hotel if they're really desperate like they might cover your airfare or it might be like 70% off a flight which honestly is really cool so I I don't have time right now to do this but I'm thinking like in the future I can't remember what it's called I want to say it's like fit pro agency uh I can put it in the description I don't I don't remember exactly what it was but really cool. Her name was Rachel. And I was like, so inspired and impressed by this because you basically can travel the world for $500 and you can take a guest or you can take your whole family, like with no extra cost, which is just like, that's great. So she takes her husband and her kids and she's teaching in Cabo. She's teach, she's taught in, um, the Dominican. And then she's teaching in, I think like Bora Bora or something in August. Um, and they're like vacations and she works from home or husband works from home. And all she has to do is go to the resort and teach like four classes during a week, um, which is just like, that's awesome. So I'm definitely going to apply and then maybe see where I, if I could get placed somewhere and then like you can book it out, not that far in advance. So I, I probably wouldn't even like accept a position anywhere until after like the spring semester of next year. And then maybe go like some point during senior year. I just feel like it'd be a really cool experience. So if anyone's interested, you definitely should hop on it and then let me know what it's like for you. Uh, again, I'll put like the, the name of the agency if I can find the little card I had in the description of this episode. And yeah, so that was just kind of how I wanted to wrap things up. I wanted to keep it nice and short and sweet, of course. I'm also arriving at Sid's house now, so... Um, yeah, thanks for being with me on the fifth date. Um, I'll let you guys know how my evening is tonight. Maybe I'll see a new man. No lies. 
okay? I promise. I had a Mr. Ohio update, but we're just going to scratch it out because it's just too embarrassing to even mention right now. So maybe we'll save that for date number six. All right. Love you. Mwah.